their big thing was Trey, don't run from something. Okay. So like they were like, don't accept this cruise offer because you just want to run away from Deloitte. Yeah. Instead, you switch that and you're thinking it should be, I want to do this cruise because. Welcome back to another episode of Two Black Nerds. Um, today's a special episode. I have with me a guest, a really good friend of mine, and I'm going to let him introduce himself. Tell him who you are. Oh, um, so I'm Trey Haskins. Uh, Romeo and I were roommates in college. Um, I currently work at as a technology consultant for Deloitte Consulting and uh, graduated 2014 from Notre Dame. Yeah. And so... I guess just to kind of give the listeners a background, uh, the first, we first met what, uh, summer before we started college, mm-hmm. right? Balfour so summer, yeah. Balfour services. We've known each other for about seven, Six, yeah, seven years. years yeah. It's been, is it seven? No, no, it's four plus two. Six. So six, six years. and a half. Okay. Yeah. Six and a half years. We've known each other, and it's been like some. We've been through what, what ups and downs, interesting uh-huh. summers, interesting events, and <laughs> yeah, that's true. whatnot. Um, and I guess you already said uh, what you do uh, at Deloitte. So, like, can you just give us like a two to three sentence description of what your current um, job position is? Uh, sure. So, <clears throat> as a consultant, we do a lot of traveling, and so we have clients. Um, and so I work, I'm based in Chicago and my current assignment and my only assignment that I've had so far is for the state of Wisconsin and for the department of health services. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as a technology consultant, you know, we're helping businesses in this case, the state kind of provide healthcare benefits and childcare mm-hmm. benefits and food stamps yeah. to the citizens of Wisconsin who otherwise could not afford those benefits, those types of benefits. Yeah. And so we have a self-service portal where users can log on and apply for these things. And so Deloitte has had this contract with the state for about 25 years now. And so at this point, we're doing a lot of upgrades and enhancements um, to their existing system. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I guess, like, now if we just, like, backtrack from that, Mm -hmm. um, let's just see. Uh, In undergrad, I remember, so you were a business major, right? Yeah, I was information technology management. And then I also did a double major with film, television, and theater. Oh, that ended up being re- registering as a double major, or did you just take the class? Because I remember at some point... I took point, most of the class. I think I was short a few, so I guess I'll call it a concentration. <laughs> yeah, because I remember on paper, you'd you'd have to uh, have taken, what, was it two extra classes? Mm-hmm. Your last semester in order to get, like, the legitimate... Um, was it double major or concentrate? Like double major. The double major, yeah. I think yeah. I was short a couple of classes, so it ended up being a concentration. On my resume, it says concentration, so <laughs> we'll say that. You you essentially decided to take the I am a senior route and not not do the extra classes. Yeah, plus extra school. classes were boring anyway, so I didn't want to take them. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess while while we're here, the the real reason why we having you on the podcast 
uh, today is that you have essentially decided to take, uh, take chances, take risks, and go in another direction for the next phase of your career. Um, so what exactly? So what are you doing? What are you What are you doing next? So like you've been at Deloitte for a couple, for a few years now, but now you want to try something else. Like what What are you What are you switching to? Yeah, so I've been at Deloitte for two years, and it's been good. Um, I've had a lot of really cool opportunities to travel mm-hmm. and meet people, and you know I've grown my resume a lot. Um, but one of the like I said, I was a double major, or excuse me, a concentration with film <laughs> and theater too, and so that's kind of where my passion is, and so I really want to join the kind of entertainment industry. Um, so at Deloitte, you know, we have a lot of clients um, that we serve. So we have like Walt Disney and we have Fox Sports and like we have these other big clients yeah. um, and things that we service. But, you know, we service them from kind of like a consulting standpoint. We don't actually help do the daily work that they do. Okay. And so for me, I, I decided that I wanted to leave Deloitte just because I wanted to directly work in those industries as opposed to just kind of helping them with like side projects. So I've decided to leave, um, which is still like I'm wondering whether or not I'm making the right decision. But I just, I'm deciding to leave so that I can pursue my passion. And so specifically, I'll be moving. Um, I'll actually be working on a cruise ship for Celebrity Cruises. And um, I'll be a production manager. So okay. on cruise ships, you know, they have um, big theaters and they also have smaller lounges and things like that. And so the whole goal is to provide just as much entertainment as you could in Vegas or, you know, LA or things like that. So we have Cirque du Soleil style shows. We have the big yeah. Broadway shows. And then we also oh. have like comedians and singers, dancers, etc. Aerialists and performers and stuff like that. So as a production manager, I'll be in charge of <clears throat> all the aerial performers. And so mm-hmm. a lot of the cast um, and dancers, and then I'll also be in charge of, um, the lights and the sound yeah. techs and things like that. So I'll be using the same like project management experience I've had from Deloitte, but kind of using that more in an entertainment yeah. capacity. Yeah. So that like that sounds really amazing. And me knowing you, um, that's really something that you focused on where you're in college. I believe in college, I can't remember how many shows you did, but I remember you did at least one a year, right? Like yeah, management. Been, well, so I start. My, I guess my stage management. Yeah. So I started. Third grade, I did newscast stuff. So I did like TV. Yeah. So we did like a newscast, and we like read the lunch menu and yeah. whatever. <laughs> and so I was I was a manager of that, and then I was also like an anchor for you know our daily show. And then in yeah. uh, middle school, I became the manager of our middle school station. So we had a daily again a daily live newscast, and so I was in charge of them. So I really like got a lot of experience with like. TV, and then we did like some film competitions and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then in high school, we didn't have the live newscast anymore. We had like a pre-recorded one. And mm-hmm. for me, like that's not challenging enough. Like if you can like pre-record something and fix it, like who cares? <laughs> so I switched in high school, and instead I did theater stuff because um, it was live and it was cool. So I mean, I guess so. Like from so here's the thing, right? From the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyone else would be like, Trey, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like you're going from Deloitte, like everybody's trying to Deloitte and you're giving all that up for like a cruise. You're going to be on a boat for six months. Like what's <laughs> up? Like, so I guess like from, from outsider looking in, I'm just saying like, first, I guess, how did you, I mean, this is so like, how did you decide to get to that point? 
right? Because like it's it's pretty tough for someone to say like I have certainty, I have everything mm-hmm. that I need here, yet I think I should move away. Yeah. From what I'm doing. So like what what happened? Like I know so I, I already know so you mentioned that like most of what uh the trajectory that you wanna take, right? If you stay in your current path, will you just be helping out on the side instead of like mainly? I think even when I took the job with Deloitte, I knew it, it had an expiration date and a shelf life. Really yeah. my goal my goal with Deloitte was to get <clears throat> was to fast track my management and leadership experiences. Oh, okay. And so I knew that in consulting you get as opposed to going to industry first. In consulting you get a lot of cool experiences, you get a lot of leadership, a lot of autonomy, a lot of responsibility right out of the gate. Yeah. And so what my goal was initially was to do Deloitte for a few years, get on some of our, you know, more media clients and entertainment clients, and then have them kind of poach me from Deloitte. Oh, okay. So that was my goal. So I always knew that I would be a Deloitte for a few years and then I would move on. Yeah. What I didn't know is what exactly that would look like, what that exit would be. So, you yeah. know, obviously this is not the exit I originally planned, but the yeah. reason that I felt like this was the next best step is because... Um, for me, like I thought it's a risk. And so in the industry that I'm trying to, in the entertainment industry, you know, it's always, it's risky and there's a lot of like unknowns and things like that. And so, you know, in my job at Deloitte, you know, I have everything a person could want. You know, I have a good paycheck. I have, you know, free housing, free food. Like I'm flying every week to different cities and I really get to explore and try different things. And so, you know, you're right on the outside looking in, it's like a dream job and it has been, it's been great. And even as far as my leadership right now, I have a team of 12 people who directly report to me. I'm managing million, a million and a half dollars worth of work for the state of Wisconsin personally. So like I have a lot of like a lot of responsibility, a lot of leadership. So like on paper, it's great. And it's also been great in real life too, but I think the thing that I'm missing is that connection to the more creative side and kind of yeah. being able to fulfill that piece of what I'm more passionate about. So, so like for, from, from what I'm understanding, essentially like all of throughout growing, I didn't like, even though we, we've been friends for a while, I didn't, I didn't know about the third grade, uh, newscaster thing. That's actually a pretty, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. that's a pretty cool, you know, uh, an anchor? Yeah. I didn't know you were, I knew you were a DJ a TV uh, personality, man. <laughs> I knew you were a radio personality when, uh, you were in high school, but I didn't know about uh TV personality when you were, um, uh, in grade school. So it sounds like what ended up happening, you had this thing that kept you interested, kind of hooked your interest for most of, career and then once you started working and that started kind of getting further and further away like i'm just trying to like does yeah. that does that make sense or is that well yeah is that, that was accurate that was and that remains to be my my concern with mm-hmm. a job and <laughs> where i am now is because yeah. I, like like i said since third grade that's been what i do like yeah. i i love being i love entertaining i love being in front of people i love talking to people i love the whole like being able to provide some sort of like benefit to people entertainment wise. And so yeah. that, that's kind of where my passion is. And so I don't want to lose track of that. And okay. it's really easy to kind of take a job at where I am now and it's easy to become comfortable. It's easy to become complacent because everything yeah. is afforded for me. Everything is taken care of. But for me, like that's great, but I don't want to, 
I don't want to lose track of what I'm actually passionate about. Yeah. And I was afraid that if I continue to stay where I am now, if I continue to do what I'm doing now, then I would become so complacent that I would be too afraid to move off yeah. and try something else. And so at this point, you know, I've been to live for two years, so I'm now, you know, I'm a consultant officially now. Yeah. And so I've, I've been promoting things like that. So on my resume, everything's good to go. So that's kind of yeah. locked in. And, you know, I don't really have any other things tying me down. So I felt yeah. like this was a good natural, like, breaking off point. And you're can, still single, too. So yeah, still single. Helps. Yeah, so I don't have to worry about, you know, girlfriend stuff. Like, what the heck? You know, so yeah. I think those reasons, I was like, this is a really good, like, exit point. And then I've been on this project for two years, too. So, like, I've already kind of... It's a good breaking off point even for my project yeah. at Deloitte. Yeah. So, I guess, like, how did you how did you go about finding Cypress? So, at some point, you figured out, well, my previous exit strategy, i.e. getting poached mm-hmm. from within, wasn't looking likely or maybe it was going to take too long, right, to happen. So, you decided to, like, look for another option. How, how did you go about that? How did I make that decision? Not, not the decision. So you already, you already decided like, Hey, I'm not, I need to find another yeah. strategy mm-hmm. to figure out because you, my plan A is not working. So now how do you go about finding plan B? Right. What was the process like? Cause it the, the, kind of, honestly, it fell out of nowhere. Oh, it did? Mm-hmm. How did that happen? It was, um, so like I said, I can, you know, move around and travel and stuff. So since I've been on this project for two years, the good thing is I'm in, relatively large city so madison's like got a lot of stuff we're right near the mm-hmm. university and so because i was missing that whole like entertainment piece i actually decided to volunteer at the university of wisconsin and yeah. do some theater stuff with them so i did a couple plays with them i did oh, nice. stage managed some dance stuff for them and, and things like that and so it, in that connection i met um i guess yeah i consider her a mentor her name is christy mm-hmm. and so i met her and so she invited me to this um USITT theater conference. Yeah, what does USITT stand for? Um, no clue. I will Google it. Sorry, you're fine. It's something. It's theater, something or other. Um, and so they had a conference in Salt Lake City back in March, and so she invited me to that. And so in that invite, I also was selected as a gateway scholar, which so in theater plot twist <laughs> there's really no minorities in theater it's all like <laughs> mainly white people especially white males so there isn't yeah. much diversity there so gateway program is something that usitt does to you know encourage diversity and so i was chosen as you know one of the gateway scholars scholars for that and so i was assigned a mentor named david stewart and so yeah. um him and uh this other guy named moses they they so at the conference the conference is basically this big like um, so there's like professional workshops and like development opportunities and like that. Mm-hmm. But then there's also like a big expo floor where they show you like all the newest technologies and the new like, that you theater can use stuff. on your theater. And yeah. All that and then they also, it's a big career fair too, because they have all these employers there and universities and stuff for like MFA programs and things like mm-hmm. that. So David and Moses took me out on the floor. And so we went around and I was passing my resume to various like companies and stuff. And one of which obviously was Celebrity Cruises. Mm-hmm. Um, and I dropped my resume with a lot of MFA programs. So I was considering, well, maybe I should go back to school mm-hmm. or maybe I should just try to leave and just do a different job altogether. So I was whatever. So we were passing my resume out to like everybody will take it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So in that, you know, I dropped to Celebrity Cruises. 
whatever. Uh, the next day, I got an email from them, and they wanted to interview me. The next day, day at the conference, yeah. Oh, that's the just pretty quick. Yeah, and so I sat with them for like thirty minutes, and you know, it was a formal interview or whatever. And yeah, um, that obviously went really well. Um, and then yeah, and so he told me, hey, yeah, we'll hear back from us on Monday with your offer. And so sure yeah. enough, so. At that point, you know, it was back in March, like I said. So at that point, you know, I was like, well, this is cool. Like, good to know that like, I'm still valued. So good to know I haven't lost all of my... <laughs> like, still got yeah, it. Yeah, still Boom. got it. So it was that was like at least a reassurance at that point. I did not actually seriously consider the cruise at that point. Yeah. But then, quite frankly, my project, I was getting bored of it. <laughs> and so I was like, I just want to try something different. So I continued yeah. to think, entertaining it. I kept talking to sorry, the cruise people. And I also like reached out to other people and... All summer long, I was, I was networking like a boss. So I was like talking to as many people who've done cruises or like know about it. I was talking yeah. to other theater people in industry and trying to get their input on like how do I make a transition from, you know, a very technical consulting type role into more kind of theater and theater and entertainment and whatnot. stuff. Yeah, and you know all of that. I don't know, man. Like even, I, it just kind of like just it was very just. It just happened. So, no, I, I understand it just happened. Like you, you from from your point of view, because you're living it, it just happened. But from someone from the outside, um, I'm willing to say that there probably there's a couple of things here and there that happened that kind of swayed you, and you probably had to sway people. You had to not only to convince yourself, but probably also convince other people mm-hmm. that your choice is not the. I think I convinced other times. people. Even I think I'm still trying to convince myself right now, but I think other, it was easier for me to convince other people than it even yeah. is for me to convince myself. So, you say you're networking like a boss and asking people who've done cruises. Mm-hmm. Did you were you just like cold calling people or just like sending? Yeah, out I was email stalking stuff? LinkedIn. I was stalking Facebook. I was oh, clicking. Legit. Like I'm telling you, I've watched every possible cruise documentary on YouTube. I've Five people who worked for celebrity in my exact position, I randomly like found them by clicking and stalking them. And yeah. Facebook friended them. And like I was looking at their pictures to understand like how much work am I going to do, be doing? Yeah. How often will I be able to actually explore and look at the different ports? So like I did as much as I possibly could to because you know the thing with the cruise industry, most people don't do that. And if yeah. you are doing that, you're doing that, and that's what you do when you stay. You're not here. So like there's not yeah. a lot of touch points for me to understand what the actual job entails um so yeah i was and i don't you know if i'm gonna leave such a solid job like what i have now i need to know what i'm getting into at least as much as i possibly can yeah so yeah i did everything i could to fully understand what what that entailed and what and so i get i'm guessing so who were the toughest people to convince because i remember that you and i we spoke for a while and Based on where you were at and the conversation we were having, you you convinced me pretty easily that yes, this is something that you're definitely thinking about doing and whatnot. See, that's interesting because, like I said, I'm still trying to convince myself. I my parents were initially when I first bought the idea to them, they're like, oh, they kind of took it from. First of all, my parents are super supportive, so like from the beginning, they've been like, yeah, whatever, we'll we'll be behind yeah. you. But at first, when I bought the idea to them, they were saying, you know, well. Kind of how I took the initial interview was, this is great. You're still marketable. People still want you. This is good. So, like, mm-hmm. 
kind of this is great glad you got the offer whatever but like no (laughs) and so that's kind of what they took it as and then as i did more research and talked to more people over the coming months because initially honestly they gave me two weeks to accept the offer back in march oh they said we need an answer like within two weeks or whatever and needless to say what i kept my strategy then was i was like well you know i don't want to lose the offer but at the same time it's the first offer of something that i really haven't yeah, fully considered something so, that you're yeah. just entertaining so like who am no. i to like jump on this just because i got an offer and yeah. quite frankly the cruise industry like it the turnover rate is just like consultant like people come and go really quickly yeah. so like you know my dad was like you know honestly Trey, like you could get it's great you got the job but i have a feeling like if you reapplied or had it in a few more months they'd still want you so yeah. you don't really need to like so make like the any two, the, rash the, decisions so the point. two weeks were just like they're just trying to like you in yeah, basically. Okay. So, so my strategy then, I was like, well, fine. I'm not going to let you lock me in, but I still want to keep this on the table. Yeah. So I kept like sending them questions. <laughs> so <they're, laughs> And so I kept like, oh, well, what about this? Or what about that? And then I kept, and then like the initial offer wasn't as like monetarily, obviously it's going to be a pay yeah. cut. So that wasn't what I wanted it to be. So then I kept asking them to ask their supervisor if I could get a different, you know, offer could i get a different position so i kept doing everything i could to like and so you know two months had gone by and i still hadn't accepted this thing but i was still like <laughs> you're still asking them questions. you're still essentially saying i'm very interested but let's play a ping yeah. pong game of so offers. i kept exactly so for two months i kept them like <laughs> kept them at bay and i think finally i accepted the offer maybe july oh that's like that's quite a trail i know like in certain industries like you don't accept two weeks like you're like you're done i kept i kept pushing them off and thankfully they also didn't respond as quickly as so they weren't like i sent them a question a day and i get an answer three days later so oh. thankfully like i had their own like <laughs> their email internally that they had so <laughs> yeah so i managed so you to kind of play that off. to your advantage yeah i did well, that's that's pretty good so I, I guess then. Oh, so sorry. You asked me. <laughs> who are the toughest people it. to convince? Um, toughest people to convince. So one thing I kept telling my parents, I think probably my, I don't, and okay. The reason I'm hesitating is because, like I said, my parents are really supportive. And once I actually dissected and did more research for myself to understand what it would mean. Mm-hmm. And what I was not, what I was missing in my current job versus what I wanted out of my next one, mm-hmm. it was relatively easy to get them on board. I think still they were just wanted to, me to be for sure, for sure. Okay, that this is what I wanted. So they were kind of taking it cautiously from that standpoint. I think in my mind, my toughest critics were my friends and trying to get them on board because yeah. I didn't want them to think I was insane or like yeah. that I was. I mean, quite frankly, like consulting is a high status job. And I didn't want to like. I think I think for the longest that. time pr- prior to you going to, uh, prior to you going to the conference, right? I know that I probably I probably was your toughest critic, just mainly because I just try to make sure that you're not like confusing like the fact that your current job is boring, or maybe that there's something that like are you confounded fact? Is it work that you're upset about? Is it like your social life they're upset about? Right. Because I remember for the longest time, I probably was giving you a lot of slack for like one way or another. Because mm-hmm. we bounced back and forth on that issue probably since November. Yeah, I've been thinking about, yeah. 
So I remember that the, this conversation came up since November, and then I just kept on like, kind of like challenging you, giving you questions on uh, what really was happening. And I guess so from the, your parents' point of view, right? They were just trying to kind of get you to figure out. Their big thing was Trey, don't run from something. Okay. So like they were like, don't accept this cruise offer because you just want to run away from Deloitte. Yeah. Instead, you switch that, and you're thinking it should be, I want to do this cruise because of oh. these reasons. So they were saying, you that's, know. That's a very good. Yeah. Because, like, for me, well, I mean, quite frankly, when I got back from the the conference, I mean, you go to any conference, you come back, you're all excited, and you're, yeah. just, you know, pumped up, and you meet all these people high. who are, huh? A post-conference high. Yeah. You're so, so like, you, yeah, you're, like, all about it. So, like, when I came back, I was like, you know, forget Deloitte. You know, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. And so they were like, Trey, like, this is great. I'm glad that. You know, you found something that you do like to do, but at the same time, don't lose sight of the fact that what you do have is awesome. And like, let's not let's not make it all bad. Like, there's a lot yeah. of great things that this job is affording you. And so they were just challenging me to really be sure about why I want to do the cruise versus mm-hmm. why I'm wanting to run from Deloitte. Yeah. That, so then that's when you went and just did all the YouTube searches and right. stuff like that. Even for myself, like, you know, if you're going to make that kind of a big decision, like, you know, when I come back later and look on this decision three years down the road, Mm -hmm. I want to know why I did it. And I I was glad that they challenged me with that because once I put my mind in that frame, I want to do the cruise because that helped me be more sure in what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And then it also made sure that I was truly it wasn't a false positive. It was like I was able to really make a decision based on facts and not on emotion. Oh, nice. So then, I guess, what I'm going to ask you then, what are you, you, you keep on saying like you're still trying to convince yourself. Mm-hmm. What are you most unsure of? You know, if I had to stay, if I stay at Deloitte, I know I know every year I'll get a raise. I know every year every two or three years I'll get promoted. Mm-hmm. Like I know exactly what what my life would look like. I know I'd be able to care for a family, I'd be able to have, you know, whatever. Like so financially I'd be set, you know, business wise I'd be set, resume wise I would for sure be set. I could always leave consulting and do any kind of other industry job and, you know, I'd be completely okay. What I'm unsure with the cruise thing is like okay fine i know what i'm doing for the next because it's contract based so i know what i'm doing for the next seven months once next april comes what do i do now do i do i resign well first of all will they want me to come back like did i do a good enough job to get another offer and would i want to be live on a boat for another six or seven months or not and then if not then do i what do i do now what do i do next like what, what, what happens? Like, do I become, cause like, so one of the things that scared me at the conference though, is I'm talking to these people and they're like, you know, I'm looking for my next gig or my next thing. So like, it's always, you're always trying to find what the next thing is going to be because like a theater show, I mean, it's, that's for a couple months and then, yeah, yeah, well, that show's going to close and we'll do another show. But you as a contractor, you're a contractor, so we don't need you full time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I was, questioning is you know all my life you know my dream has been to be a ceo of a production company in la so yeah. even in theater yeah it's entertainment but it's not film that's not tv that's not 
you know, the production company. Like that's that's still different. So now I'm trying to reevaluate. Well, Trey, what do you want to still be a CEO? Do you want to? Because like in LA, that's even more cutthroat and even more yeah oh, challenging. So like now, so I think I've had this like not existential crisis, but now I'm like, what? It what do I want to do? I don't know anymore. It was really easy from high school to college, from college to Deloitte, and now you know that was really fu- easy. Like those all those decisions made sense. There were there was no risk involved, but yeah. now there's risk, and how do I mitigate the risk? Yeah, yeah. That that's oh that's always the toughest part. Like the question is like, what do I want to do after? Um, they they make it seem. I don't I don't I don't think college doesn't make it seem easy. But they never tell you how difficult or all the types of questions that you encounter once you get out. I, yeah, I think I think in college, like, there was always a right or a wrong answer. Yeah. In high school, there's always a right or a wrong answer. You know, you go to class and I need to be a class and I need to look for a job. I need to go to the career. For, like, that, all those things, like, there was a clear, this is what you do. But then once you graduate, you start your first job, you know, luckily, whatever. Then after that, every decision you make is valid, which yeah. is scary because in, in college, there was only one right answer. So you do the right yeah. thing or you don't, and you know what you're going to get from that. In the real world, I could do a cruise. I could stay at Deloitte. I could completely become a monk and go travel the world completely. I could I could do whatever I want to do. Yeah. But... Those all those decisions will have consequences. They'll have some impact yeah. down the road. But what's that impact going to be? Who knows? No, Only no. time will tell. Yeah. I mean, even that's that's. I, I will admit that's one of the things that also personally scares me about about my future. Like for now, I, I do know what I'm doing. I guess for me, it's not the next six months. I'm still, I'm still solid in what I'm doing right now for at least the next eighteen months for sure. So I'm pretty comfortable in that. But then after that. I don't. I don't know what's ahead. I don't know how things will change mm-hmm. with the new coming year and whatnot. So it is. It is pretty scary as far as things are concerned. But then, now that we talked about what you're most afraid of, what are you most excited about? Because like it's it's completely different. So it's not all fear and risk based. It's yeah. probably like some sort of. Um, excitement or some benefits about it. so what are you excited about i'm excited to do something that i love doing so over the last so like i said over the summer i wasn't really feeling what i was doing but recently i really like what i do mm-hmm. um i i'm a project manager i get to like lead teams i'm not actually doing the work <laughs> i just kind of <laughs> can organize and delegate and things like that and that is that's like my bread and butter that's my sweet spot when I did stage management in high school and college, that was exactly what I do. I mean, you're like a, you know, you kind of orchestrate things. Yeah. And that's exactly, I you love direct, You I direct love things, it. essentially. You say, like, I know I know the action that needs to be done. I don't want to do it, but this is the best way to achieve it. Yeah. And you inspire your team to do those things, and you get, and then you look on the other side of it, and once it's done, you're like, wow, this is awesome. We all work together, and we were able to accomplish this great mm-hmm. thing. So I'm really excited to I'm like, if I can do that and for, you know, stuff that I don't really am not passionate about, imagine once I get plugged into something that 
I am passionate. I love theater. I love big shows. I love pyrotechnics. I love lights. I love sound. I love, you know, we have these aerial performers. They're doing all these crazy flips and stuff in the air. And we, so like we have all these theme parties on the ship that we'll be doing. So like, I'm really excited to be able to use the same skill set that I've grown and developed and that I really love using, but applying that to some industry or some type of work that I'm really passionate about. I'm also really excited about the people I'll meet. I mean, I think the cool thing about a cruise is it's literally a cross section of the world. Yeah. You know, I'm, you know, there's people literally from 70 different countries and all these people speak different languages and they, you know, they all have these interesting like life experiences and these things that, you know, in the Western U.S., like who, like we, (laughs) I'm so, especially in a world like consulting, like I'm so sheltered. I don't mm-hmm. have any clue about what real issues are. My biggest problem is that my flight being delayed in 20 minutes <laughs> on my way to my weekend getaway to Puerto Rico. So, like, those are the big, those are my big questions on a right weekly now. basis. Those are my big issues. And so I'm excited to kind of be dumped into a situation where I can learn and leverage other people's experiences and their life um, happenings. And mm-hmm. I can kind of use that to kind of inform myself on, you know, how can I be a better person? How can I grow? How can I develop and mature yeah. in a way that currently I'm not able to do? And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to meet those people and to have those experiences. And then, you know, it's a cruise. So I'm on a luxury cruise line. Um, and so I will get great food. I'll be in, you know, I'll be in the Mediterranean. So we'll be going to all the Athens and Greece and Italy. And like, I'll be moving around there. And then, you know, over the winter months, I don't have to worry about the cold because we'll be in the Caribbean. And so, <laughs> you know, I'll be in Puerto Rico, St. Martin, St. Kitts. Like I'll be, I'll be in these cool, awesome destinations doing yeah. a job that I get paid for. I still yeah. don't have to pay room and board or food. So like, yeah. I'll be saving a lot of money. And so if I do decide to move out to LA after the conclusion of this trip, I would have stocked piled all this money from, you know, being able to live for free, but I still get to travel and explore and try new things. And so yeah. those are the things that I'm excited about. That's awesome, man. Um, I guess, uh, really that those were really the main questions that I had for you. And I'm glad that I, I don't think we actually had this conversation prior. So I got to learn a little bit more about you. So that's always exciting, uh, in a friendship. And I guess, is there anything else that you want to tell the listeners or let's say, let's say if they want to, are you going to be tweeting Snapchat and you, you think you're going to, I'm going to uh, buy a GoPro. Of... I'm my, okay. I always say this. <laughs> I said this at the beginning of the summer too, yeah. but I want to start a travel blog, Instagram account situation. So yeah. I'm planning to take a lot of pictures and videos and stuff and upload those. So that's my goal. I haven't set that up yet, but. That's All what right. I'll be doing. I think one thing, though, I would, one thing that keeps me moving forward is I was, Jim Carrey, like, did a uh, graduation speech. So I'm not really into, like, motivational videos and stuff. So yeah. Like, whatever. So I was watching this one from Jim Carrey. And so he was saying, like, his dad was an account. So his dad was also a comedian. His dad, like, really liked, you know, jokes and stuff. And that's kind of where he got his kind of comedian background from. And his dad, you know, obviously had to put food on the table. And so he was an accountant. Mm-hmm. And so he worked for years as an accountant and while he wanted to kind of pursue a career in com- comedy, he didn't, you know, he didn't want to take that risk. Yeah. And, you know, he came in one day as his account, he went, you know, back to work and he got laid off. And so the whole story that Drew Carey was trying to get at is, you know, I you can work for years, you know, you can fail at what you don't like. So you might as well try to do what you do love to do. And so for me, I'm like, 
you know, yeah, this I could completely fail and crash and burn. I could go this cruise and it could it could be terrible, but I could also stay and be comfortable and it could also crash and burn and be terrible. I could yeah. also, so like at the end of the day, I could have the same outcome in both scenarios. In both scenarios, but I might as well try doing something. And you know, even if I go to this and come back and I'm like, you know, actually no, it was nicer having a nice steady job, or whatever. At least I can say and I can rest easy, rest assured, to tell my kids or whatever at the end of life and be like, I tried it. You know, yeah. I had a passion. I had something that I really wanted to do. And I had the, the balls and the guts to go out and try to accomplish that. And whether it succeeds or whether it fails, I know I tried it. And how awesome would it be if it does succeed and I did go out and I did do something I love to do. And then I look back and I'm like, because I made that decision Back in 2016 to leave Deloitte and just try this crazy thing. I've been able to do these other 12 awesome things. And I'm exactly where I wanted to be for since I was a little kid. So that's kind of what keeps me going and what makes it okay. Awesome. Uh, on that note, I will not spoil this awesome ending any further. Uh, this has been a conversation, uh, a two black nerds conversation with Trey. Uh, my name is Romeo Kuihangana. Uh, thanks for listening. And as always, you can reach us at two black, hello at two black com, And the Twitter handle is at two black nerds. My name is Romeo Kriangana. You can reach me on Twitter at Kri Romeo. That's K W I R O M E O. Thanks for listening. Uh, see you guys next time. Bye. Yeah, 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 yeah.